Blog Talk Radio. What's up? Good evening. It's your one and only host, Scott Burks. I know I'm in my uh, night even talking mood, but anyway, uh, thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. It's Scott Burks again with the Clown Hour. And, um, this is the podcast component of my sports ball called The Clown Times. It's Clown Square for Kid, by the way. And one quick thing before I get uh, the, the web address, uh, I, I've changed up the actual overall look of it to make it look more of like a professional Wimbledon sports bar. But anyway, you can check me out at www.theclowntimes.net and you can go to Facebook as well. Just do a search for The Clown Times against Clowns Club K and uh, you can find me there as well. But having like a field day with uh, a bunch of Tiger Woods memes and NBA memes and such. A little Game of Thrones too for those of you who are interested. But anyway, let's get to it. Speaking of which, we're going to have a pretty... Ambitious uh, show tonight. We're going to talk about Tiger's amazing win in the Masters this weekend, as well as the NBA playoffs. So I give our give our thoughts on, on that as well. And this one, and actually before the NBA playoffs, we're going to have one question of Tiger Woods that's a controversial question that has been about in a couple of, of articles, one on ESPN and more probably on the Root.com. And if you're familiar with the Root.com, you Probably know where I'm about to go with that. But anyway, help me break that down. It's my co-host, my co-pilot, my homie. Y'all know him from the yard, so that's HBCU Sports. The rest about all things HBCU Sports as well as uh, Sleazy Radio every week on Facebook Live. It's Dwayne Nash in the house. What's going on, sir? How are you? What it do, what it do, what it do, Scott? Uh, you tell me, bro. You tell me. But, uh, yo, let's get to it because... I know you have some thoughts on Tiger Woods. I know that you've been he's <laughs> carried over for through, through other sports shows that you've been on, and as well as um, the whisper band. But but basically, let's just start here, man. I mean, yo, did anyone see Tiger Woods? Like, like first of all, him not only winning his first major in eleven years. And his first Masters since 2005. This is fifth Masters, by the way. Fifth Green Jacket. Mm-hmm. This is the first one he's won since 2005. But the way he did it, and coming from behind, I don't think Tiger Woods has ever come from behind to win a major on the final day. He has not. Um, exactly. He's always been the ultimate front runner. So for him, not only to do so, but to do so by passing Brooks, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, Kipa, uh, Kipka, I'm uh, sorry. Kopa, yeah, I think it's uh, Kopa, Kopa. Yeah, and Dustin, Kopa and Dustin Johnson. You know, Dustin Johnson. I think last time I checked, the number one player in the world. So for, for the past, for the past, those two guys on a final round, late in the final round at that. They, I mean, no one's seen it, and and and, and also what's special is not that age is a number. I mean, not and, and not that age should be anything but a number, but. He was a he's a forty 
40, I'm 40, I'm 45, so 42-year-old man doing that mm-hmm. after how many surgeries he had on his back and on his knee when he was counted out several times. And also from that that dreaded night where he got smacked upside the head with his golf club. Um, <laughs> actually, it's his truck dead, but, but nevertheless, it's, it was cool to see, but it was shocking as hell to see. And the golf world loved it. But let but but but, but, but let me let me get your thoughts on how amazing it was to see Tiger Woods, like eleven years later, winning his fifteenth major, and is looking pretty strong at that. Man, um, it was it was highly shocking. I remember seeing him uh, on top of the leaderboard. If I remember correctly, it was Friday afternoon. Yeah. After the first round, and yeah. said, "Oh, okay, that's cute." All right, let's see what Tiger Lord do. <laughs> then you know, I turn around and 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 Saturday, um, I saw he wasn't in the top seven, and it was right. like, okay, well, you know, he had an interesting run Friday. This is, you know, it it, it, it is what it, what it, it was what it was. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know, I don't expect much. Completely missed what he did Saturday, until I started getting texts from my cohorts from CG Sports. Uh, coaching in Sweet Lou, that this looks real, that Tiger could win this. So, yeah, I had no idea he was down to going into Sunday. Had I known that, I probably would have been a little bit more keen into watching exactly what happened. But as the, yeah. tweet started com- as the, as the text started coming in, and then Facebook mm-hmm. messages started popping up, and social media was popping, I was like, oh, wow. This could be real. And the fact that he did it, like you said, yeah. late um, in, 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 on Sunday was, was even more remarkable. And, and once again, like you said, being that he came from behind in order to do so, first time he's ever done that, you know, after 10 years of my back, my glutes ain't firing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my coach, you got to fire him, my swing ain't right. My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. It's just all yeah. kinds <laughs> of issues with, with with Tiger for the past ten. Last year, you know, he, he I think he got a win last year, but it wasn't a major win. And he flirted around. He yeah. had several top top ten finishes last year, but I don't think anyone thought that it would be the Masters that he would win. Um, he might have flirted around potentially with another. Uh, major, but you know the way he started on on Friday could have been an indication. But I don't think it, it, it was. It, it it became real until people started to see it happen on Sunday. Dude, I'm speaking of the text. I mean, you mentioned the text. I was out, and so mm. I was I was getting like sports alerts on my phone. Got like group meets from from homeless of mine. And, you know, I was like, is this shit real? Because <laughs> I, I remember, like, Tiger, like, like Saturday, he was, like, two strokes off the lead, if I'm not mistaken. And mm-hmm. I figured, well, cool. That's, at least it's cool that he's in it. Because remember, like, the last time he was in the major, was a PGA championship last year. He finished yes. second. But they couldn't mm-hmm. close. So yeah. I'm like, you know, this is cool. At least people are going to care about it, about the Masters on a Sunday. It hasn't happened, like, like in a while. But um, mm-hmm. 
uh, at any rate, but when I saw the alerts that he actually like took the lead and held on to win, I was like, I was like watching, like on like uh, like on my phone. Like I, I was again, I was out, so I had to go through alerts and um, and everything, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. So it was just amazing. It, it was it was so so surreal. And, and you know, I, missed, I didn't see it live, but when he hugged his son and his daughter, mm-hmm. um, that was that was a cool moment, obviously. And I, you know, it was it's just amazing to me. So, so basically, the the conversation is now real about him chasing down Jack Nicholas. I mean, it you have is. to think about that because he's on fifteen now. He being mm-hmm. Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas has eighteen. So, I mean, again. Given that the last the, the last major he won was in two thousand and well, was eleven years ago, two thousand eight. Um, you know, it's 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 just it's cool to see. Despite many misgivings that a lot of people have, may have, it it it's it's still cool. It's still it's still a pretty cool moment. We'll get to those misgivings in a moment. Um but but I got one more thing to, to get into. It's like basically as far as tackle is concerned. I don't know if you saw this Video it's kind of gone viral. Someone showed him the the the, the day like I don't know it's the day after or the or or the or the evening after like right after the Masters ended. He someone showed him videos clips of sports person prominent sports personality saying he should call it quits. I don't know if you saw. Oh it, wow! But, he, but wow. if you can check it out, it had Jamel Hill, uh, uh, some other people from Sports Center. Shannon Sharp was the last one to, to doubt him, to say, you know, he should hang it up. And some other people who not a lot of people care about. But, you know, the, the point being is that so many people, again, a lot of them were prominent, like, sports celebrities, sports, sports media uh, celebrities, saying he should call it quits. And at the end, he just had a smoke on his face. He being talking had a smoke on his face when he saw it. Of course. So that was, that was pretty I cool mean, to see that, too. Yes. I, I mean, think about it, though. We know the only entity that's undefeated is Father Time. Time right. always wins. And Time has been beating down Tiger Woods for the past 10 years. I mean, Tiger yeah, would make, you know, pokes here and there, but not a major. You know, especially, like you right. said, in the past 11 years. What do you do? I mean, what do you expect? To happen, you know. Well, what do you expect uh, pundits to say? At least you you expect them to say mm-hmm. you should go ahead and give it up, especially at the age of forty three. I mean, yeah, you can play yeah. golf competitively well into your your sixties, and we see pros do it all the time. The thing is, though, right. they don't necessarily win. They'll play because they can, but they don't win a major. So right. There was no expectation for him to do so, and now that he has, that expectation has come back. The thing is, though, I don't want to get on that hype train to think that he's going to win just all of a sudden, just peel off four like that. Took him mm-hmm. 11 years to get one. I'm not going to say yeah. it's going to take him 11 to win another, but right. just the fact that that interest is, is, is starting to build again makes it a little bit more interesting for those 
who aren't your traditional golf watchers. And those, of course, who, who just like everybody who got hyped this past weekend, are still Tiger fans to a certain degree. You know, you have a whole lot of Tico uh, fans out there that are that are huge. Tiger's going to come back. Tiger's going to come back. And so like they got vindicated this past weekend. You know, probably uh, like, just wait and see what happens. If he's capable of pulling off another one um, within this, this calendar year, then the conversation really needs to stop being had. And you know what, too? I know that some people may be hating on Tiger a little bit, but uh, the thing is is that, well, the other people being maybe his fellow competitors but and all the other mm-hmm. golf pundits, the game is better when Tiger matters. I don't care if it's a younger Tiger in his prime or a Tiger who's like in, in his 40s. He, mm-hmm. Golf is great when he, like 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 uh like when when Tiger matters, and you saw it like, um you know with the ratings, you know this was it was the most watched Masters ever, ever, mm. and you know and, and and plus you know when 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 interest in Tiger is up, golf makes a whole lot of money and get and guess who's the, the immediate recipients of it, his fellow competitors. It happened mm-hmm. in the '90s, well, late '90s and 2000s. Attackers Prime, Phil Mickelson should should still be thanking him for it, and many others like mm-hmm. VJ Singh and and, and a few others. Uh, but you know, it's it's great. Tigers. I mean, golf is great when Tiger matters. It really yes. is. But uh, not to get in the Speaking of the moment, because I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, uh, go ahead. I'll let you make, oh, make, just, uh, make just two things real quick. Just two things real quick. I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. sorry to interrupt, but um, no, one. Phil and Tiger should have had that pay-per-view around now. You know, right. the one that they had they last fall around now. Uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, maybe not yeah. now, now, but, I mean, right. like this summer, after yeah. a big win, because just that Masters win, more eyes would have potentially been interested in paying probably a little bit money to see them play, especially with Tiger coming off a Masters win. But, yeah, ask the AAF about how important it is to have good talent being relevant in your sport and drawing eyes to it. Right. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's what any sport longs for. As long as you have people want to see, eyes will be back on that sport. Exactly, and that's a great selling point. I'm glad you that you made it because it is what it is. I mean, we have yeah. greatness in the sport. Especially, like, just to be honest, if he's he's if he's in American, or she or she mm-hmm. is American, you're gonna get yeah. more eyeballs and more groups. I mean, it's just it's mm-hmm. just a trickle down effect. It's always been like that, no matter no matter the sport. Um, so we see that in tennis with Serena Williams. So, uh, and now, uh, well, even though Naomi Osaka's not American, I mean, she's like she lives in Florida. But you know, you know, but the point is, is that you know. I mean, you know, women's tennis has always been the hot, it's hot, have been a hot ticket in, throughout Serena Williams' prime, especially. So, so that's so, so that's what uh, what that is there. Um, right, quick. A lot of people got caught up as being a prisoner of the moment at the Tigers' win and saying this is the best redemption sport, this best redemption story ever in all sport. Blah blah blah. I mean, I can get think of a few examples, but do you think Tiger's story? 
is like by far the best redemption story of all time. Ooh, you know what? It's interesting that you bring this up because you might have done research on this. I haven't, but I just happened to listen to a radio show where this conversation was had. And it seemed like Mm -hmm. every example that people called in with didn't reach the mark with the exception of what? This may or may not be in your list. Two words, George Foreman. When he Mm. won the heavyweight championship at 44, 45 years old, beating your boy. God, was it um, it Michael Moore? He fought, fought, well, yeah, I think it was Michael Moore. I I, I forgot, I got to look it up. It's been a while, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, coming back, especially after how he exited the sport, you know, to come back in the boxing in his 40s and then win the heavyweight championship in his mid-40s and what is legit a young man's sport because pugilism, just beating down on somebody like that, man, I'm oh, sorry. No <laughs> We're both in our 40s. We're both in our mid-40s. Yeah. I don't know. Well, because, of course, I'm not being trained to do so, and I've never done it ever in my lifetime. I wouldn't want to get you hit, know. right? I wouldn't want to get hit in my 20s, let alone my 40s. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so you, you, you have the likes of George Foreman doing that, man. That is the closest example that, that I remember ever happening mm-hmm. in professional sports. I want, I want to hear what yours are, but that was the closest. When, when I heard it, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's just about on par. Well, you know what? I have a close – well, basically, we, we're in the same sport, but a different athlete. And okay. I think you, and, and it also involves the same person mm-hmm. that, you, that you mentioned. It involves George Foreman. So guess who that person is? Muhammad Ali for me. Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. To me. Okay. It's not even close. And this is why I say that. We, like, obviously, we weren't alive when Ali was in his prime in the 60s. You know, mm-hmm. take, like, kicking ass, taking names, and talking shit along the way and backing it up. But when he said no to the U.S. government about going to Vietnam, when he mm-hmm. said that his religious beliefs would not allow him to do so, and he took a stand against the war in Vietnam. Well, mind you, the Vietnam War had been unpopular around that point in the late 60s, but it mm-hmm. really picked up steam when Muhammad Ali said no, and he got punished for it. Not only by, yeah. by, like, by the well, more or less by the, by the government bodies of the sport, and, the, like, and, and also the government of the United States. They banned him. They, first of all, they stripped his titles. Mm-hmm. And they banned him for a certain amount of time. It just so happened to be three years. He wanted on appeal to get back in the ring in 1970. But think about it. You, as a competitor, had your career put on hold. Your title stripped because you are undefeated now. Mm-hmm. Title stripped in the middle of your prime, not knowing when you were going to be able to fight again. Mm-hmm. And then come back three three and a half years later, when you're out of your prime, but you're still in good shape, but 
still out of your prime because there was because uh, there was a, a film on ESPN. I think it was ESPN where it compared Ali's quickness before he he got suspended to after he came back. Mm. You know, so I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, it's it's not even it wasn't even close. And yeah, st- and, and 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 also along the way, get your ass not 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 to the ground by Joe Frazier in New York, in the in like in the Garden, and still come back, beat George Foreman, your guy George mm-hmm. Foreman in '74 when a lot of people didn't think he had a chance in hell. Yeah, that's the and beat, beat Joe Frazier, Frazier twice yeah. after that. And so. Yeah. And to, and to become a heavyweight, well, heavyweight title when he beat Foreman. I mean, that's amazing. To do it when he was not lo, no longer in his prime. To yeah. be the guy so many years younger than Foreman. It's, mm-hmm. I, I can't even think of it. I can't even imagine. I mean, someone, again, this dude had his titles taken away from him when he was on top of his game in the middle of his prime, undefeated. Not looking like anybody had a chance of hell of beating him. Let alone, like, get in the ring of him. So, and then have all that happen to him. Get his shot back when he all, that's only because he won in court. They had, the government had to do it. They had a reinstatement. The, the, the government body in, in, in boxing they had to reinstate him as well. And, the, the, and, and, and then come back, get your ass kicked by Joe Form, Joe Frazier, rather, in his prime, right? Well, he's the yeah. heavyweight, heavyweight champion of the world. Then be the guy who beat the guy who kicked your ass in, 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 in George <laughs> Foreman when he was like, like, remember, down goes Frazier in 1973? Um, oh, yeah. And, 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 and then to get, you know, get a ring, I mean, and beating George Foreman, that's just, wow. And, and I know was, I'm rambling now because I'm struggling to actually put into words how amazing I think that is to be able to do mm-hmm. that. Love, whether you love or hate uh, Ali for his polit- politics or whatever, you still got to give it up that he that he um, that, that that feat was so 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 great, so awesome. You you, you have to you have well you don't have to use the banner if you don't. Uh, to, to to be as succinct as possible, you're Bama if you don't. You know, like you said, yeah. the jail time, the adversity of having to beat the guy that beat the guy, right? And to do so, um, uh, 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 where he did it, you know, it, it, it just because that was that was a fight in Zaire, right? Yeah, yeah, and, that was in Zaire. Yeah, yeah. So you know, to, to have to do that outside of the country. And and you know not a lot of people were expecting him to to, to come back with a win, and yeah, it, it was it was amazing how he did it. Um, another one that, that just popped in my mind. I understand it's not a real sport, but uh, uh, Goldberg's defeat of Brock Lesnar to win the championship a couple <laughs> of years ago in the WWE <laughs> at the age of forty-five. Well, actually in, in the fifties, but you know once again that's not a real sport. That's a, but that's another one with ten years. After still awesome, well, actually, still awesome. Years. To kick his ass. Still awesome to see him do it. But of course, it's 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 uh, it's scripted. It is 15 years after his last title win. But you know, <laughs> I digress. I thought I throw that out there for a quick chuckle. But outside of those two, I really can't think of 
of any other in, in terms of, of of that type of fighting against Father Time turn around to to win right. a sport, a major sport. Um yeah, major pro sport and and that's why it's so um dynamic. Dude, that's just amazing, isn't it? But one more thing on Tiger Woods, and I teased it earlier. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of articles on ES, like one on ESPN, one on the route, concerning Tiger Woods, like how should we receive him? Yeah, how should we like like you know, like just for everything else? Like um I think uh what's her name? Uh oh god. They were the 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 white woman who's on this is ESPN. Sarah Spain. Sarah Spain wrote an article okay. on like on, 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 on how why, you know, you know, like basically, you know, some like some people may have different feelings about Tiger Woods winning and that's okay. That was that was a major that mm-hmm. was a, that was a title of an article where I, I probably am actually like, paraphrasing that, but the point is that it goes through all actually the the name of the title article is Tiger's Victory Brings a mixed emotion, and that's okay. You know, basically, mm-hmm. Sarah Spain helping other folks acknowledge the mixed feelings. You know, I mean, just keep in mind that it's the same Tiger Woods. Not only, you know, like had his issues in his marriage, not being a good husband, per se, but I mean, the cussing he used to do on the golf course, the arrogance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you have to be no have no short of be no short of confidence to be a badass as he was during his prime. But you know he wasn't. You know he would take. He would yell at people who talk on the on the who like like the spectators in the gal in the gallery who were talking. He'd take pictures of him. You know he had a thug on who was once his caddy, and I think his name was Stephen Williams. Who actually would take people's cameras and, and, and phones and break them. Sometimes, mm. you know he was just he was just a, he was a, he was just a bitch basically about it. Um, and, and I'm just being real. I mean, he was just a bitch about it. But you know, the you know the thing is that he wasn't a really easy guy. He wasn't the guy that you could easily root for, basically. And, oh, yeah. You know, I I think that's where Sarah Spain was was headed for the most part. And plus, just keep in mind also that you know he was he was like that that mugshot of him being on the influence of what Vicodin. Xanax, Ambient, among others. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So, it, so I mean, I'm not so hung up on him being a bad husband, really, because I mean, I'm not to judge anybody. You know, no one, no one should. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he he just wasn't easy to root for, and that was or his doing. Now, the root, on the other hand, they had a different take. They may have mentioned some about that. They mentioned a little bit about that, but it was mostly, it was mostly when he denied his blackness. Like remember when he mm-hmm. was on uh, Oprah Winfrey many moons ago before Oprah became Oprah, and I actually wrote a column on this, uh, like uh, on my blog about uh, about mixed emotions, uh, like 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 a part of Tiger's legacy, if you will, is that when he was on Oprah Winfrey. And I and I forgot who it was I don't, I don't forget I forget was it an audience member Oprah herself when he asked him, when she asked him, when she basically alludes the fact that you know he's an inspiration to other black golfers or something like that he mm-hmm. took offense to that he said yeah. 
I'm, I remember the quote, I am not black. <laughs> I remember, I mean, despite the fact that he has a black father, well, had a black father, God rest his soul, his mother's mm-hmm. Thai. I mean, at the very least, just say you're black and Thai and just leave it at that. But I think he wanted to, I don't know, to broaden his appeal or afraid of his lack of endorsements or stuff like that. But he came up with that silly ass name for himself, Cablation. Whatever the hell yes. that is. I mean, I said it then, I said it now, whatever the hell that is. I mean, look it. If we're really honest with ourselves, and I know people out there say, well, he just wants to acknowledge everything, all of his all of his ethnic makeup. Okay, fine. But if we're really being honest, if you're an American, especially an African American, we're all mixed up with Chances this. are. Yes. You know, chances are we all I mean, that's thanks to thing called sla- things called slavery. And colonization. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I mean, we are mixed up with something, whether we care to acknowledge it or not. Even a lot of our white brothers are more yeah. likely mixed up with something. something. I have like uh, yes. distant relatives on my dad's side who are white. I never met them, but I know I have some distant relatives. And mm-hmm. you know, and and also I'm, I'm so, so now I'm I'm like a third or fourth cousin to Joe Lewis on my dad's side. And he mm. has some a lot of white people in his in his family as well, Joe Lewis. Mm. So the point is, and also you, you know, and when I stay on my mom's side, my great grandmother was Seminole, like 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 she she's she, she's from the Seminole Nation in Kansas, Florida. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that if we are are, are if we're a two, if we're not lazy, and go to ancestry.com. We we a bunch of, a lot of us, if not all of us, are a bunch of everything. So I say all that to say this. I don't think I think Tiger was coming from a place where he did not want to fully acknowledge his blackness. And I, I and, and and I thought then, and I think in, in that and and I think now. I mean, I mean, I'm not as mad as I was back then, but I'm like, damn, what an opportunity missed by him because. You know, people thought that he would like bring a bunch of people, like 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 folks, to golf. And while some of them did pick up the club, there hasn't been anyone that was pretty much worth a damn. Let's be real about it. That's been on tour, aside of yeah. Ty, from Tiger. And I think that, you know, and I I can't help but think it goes back to that. It goes back to that moment when he said publicly on Oprah Winfrey, "I am not black." Mm-hmm. And I think that was disappointing to a lot of black people. It was disappointing to me and hurtful. And, you know, and, you know it is what it is. But I, I think that was a missed opportunity by him. Now, would I be able to forgive him? I think so. I, I think that uh, he acquitted himself pretty well. I think that his comeback, which has been a few years in the making, has been admirable. And you know, I'm I'm willing to work on the back of the cookout, you know, <laughs> as long as he truly just embraces everything about him, you know. And I think it's a cool thing, but um, but that's a question that the the root posed, and people on social media posed, and I posed it to you, having said all of this, would you, as a Black American, are you able to forgive Tiger Woods? And live this victory. Ooh, God, man, it's, it's, it's a lot to carry 
in that question because the, the, the main question would be, what are we forgiving him for? Now, mm-hmm. like you, I do remember that interview, and, of course, he came out and said he was Cablasian um, shortly thereafter. To his right. defense, though, you know, he's living in a house, or he just came out of a house where it was him and his Thai mother. So right. that mixed race is right there in his face. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, depending upon how you want to look at the view, you know, he's never had to face a situation at that point probably where he was reminded that, dude, we don't care about what you're what you mixed with. This is who you are, or this is how we yeah. see you, you know. But unfortunately, he's just not willing to identify uh, uh, with that solely. Uh, and, and like I said before, it, 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 to me, it's rooted in the fact that he was at home only with his mom, and his dad really didn't have a full presence there with him as he grew up, being that his parents did separate. Um, and, and, you know, he, he just wanted to be as accepting to both sides of the, of, of the cultures for both of his parents as possible, understandable, but it just needed to be somebody in his life to, to let him know you can do that, but you're going to have to understand that this is how you're going to be perceived. But, uh, 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 God, he, he, it's he, tough. That thing, I mean, the thing with, is... With, with, with Jordan. You know, we we yeah. we see Mike do do similar things as well, man. Um, it's just hard for me to necessarily be completely angry with him, and it's hard for me to completely defend the dude. Um, but I I I have a mild understanding from what I've seen of why, but that might not all be it. It it, it may be because he was attempting to separate himself from just being black. It's the same thing as, as what Robert Griffin did when he did the whole, I'm not a black quarterback, I'm, a, I'm just a quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. all of that kind of falls in line, man. But in agreement with you, um, the marital stuff, that's not for me to judge. I the really don't care about that shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I don't care I mean, about I it either. Really, that's for other people to care about, not me. I, I don't really care exactly. about that. Yeah. You know, and, and as, as much of a punk move as it is for him to be a jerk on on, on the course, and you know, mm-hmm. and people knew this when, when he would when he would go through his rounds, but people still have to ask people to shut up and put your phone away so he can focus. Because, dude, he's, he's at work. He's trying to win. And, but you knew this about him when you came out there that to follow him, you put yourself in a situation to have your phone broke knowing that he feels a particular way about having his picture taken or about people talking when he's in his backswing or whatever. You just, you just, you just have – it is what it is, man. And I don't, but I don't, I don't begrudge him for being a jerk either. You know, mm-hmm. but do I do, do I forgive him? God, let's just say, yeah. um, 
whatever he's done, it yeah. didn't get African Americans into playing golf, period. But like you said, man, we just haven't had any kind of trickle, uh, especially on the men's side of, of pro golf in, in terms of just somebody else following in his footsteps and at least competing on the tour level, man. And, and, and that's the thing that I'm more disappointed in. It's, it's 40, he's 40 years old now. He's been playing since he was in his teens. And it ain't been another one yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's why I'm more disappointed in. I, I just, I just, Wish that he. There have been other people that have done it, but I just wish that he would go out there and and, and try to get more African American um, young men, more Asian young men, even with that, into golf right. and participating more, man. But you know that's that's why I'm more disappointed in him. So I mean, I can't stay mad at him forever. Now I, I never really was mad. I was just disappointed in him. And I guess I can forgive him I for that. But my question is, real quick, yeah. do you know who wrote the article for The Root? No, I didn't catch who wrote the article. I wish I did. Okay, I okay. I did. The only reason why I asked, oh, I'm going to go check it out. But the only reason why I asked is because I have, a, I have several friends that write for The Root either as freelancers or their company has a joint venture with The Root. And I'm interested in, in seeing if it was one of them that may have wrote that article, especially if it was one guy in particular. Mm. Um, yeah. We've had interesting – this is a childhood um, acquaintance of mine. We've had very interesting back and forth about uh, sports and race, mainly about Colin Kaepernick. And mm. I'm not going to say it, it would be beyond him to write that article. It, it, it could be him. But um, it's not to say that I'm, I would be upset or disappointed in him for writing it either. But yeah, it, 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 it's just like it could be anybody from the group, really, because you know that's the type of of uh, commentary that they do, which is something that you know mm-hmm. I I enjoy seeing because of course that side of the of the story of, of sports as, as a whole needs to be told or discussed at least. Yeah, I mean my my whole thing is. And we will wrap this segment up with, with this, man. It's like, I thought, I wouldn't be mad if Tiger said he was black and tired, because that's who he is. That's, yeah. that's who he is. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't deny who you are, man. Just don't deny just to make some people happy. I mean, who gives a damn about that? And, and you know what the funniest part about that is? Remember when he got popped for Xanax, you know, that DWI? You saw his mugshot, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. saw what it had on on the uh, on the on the police report on the race. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. So, you know, I've had a running joke since I was a teen, man. You are what yeah. the police say you are. Yeah, that's right. Whatever the, the police, police say says you are, that's black. who you are. If you say if the man. police say you're black, well, damn it, you're black. Oh, by the way, one 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 point of order, right quick before we move on. That wasn't written mm-hmm. on the route. That was on the undefeated. The undefeated.com ah, instead. Okay. That's my bad. Okay. That's my bad. But I do no remember problem. seeing it. Yeah, so, so yeah, Michael Fletcher wrote that. But, the, yeah, the point is that, yeah, it's a good read for any of you out there. And I'll post it later on to, to, to read if you have a few minutes. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a damn good read. 
Um, oh, shout out to the root, man. Shout out to the root. I know a couple of others over there too. Yeah, root. Yes, I'm here. I love, I love the root as well. So my bad, root, but you got a free pub. So oh, sorry, that's, that's, cool. that's the undefeated. Uh, that's what I meant to say. The undefeated. Undefeated, yeah, and undefeated too. Undefeated too. Um, the Black Grant Lines, I call it. Um, we're we're yeah. <laughs> on here with the with the NBA plugs. That's a blast in the past, Grantland. Um, about the yeah. NBA playoffs. Um, lot this. It's been interesting. More interesting yes, in the has. first round. Been interesting more so than a half. I mean, you have, you know, like Boston, they've gone up, Richie going up to two to none lead on Indiana. Indiana just took that game away. They just melted at the end. Um, you know, Philly and Brooklyn, it's very compelling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and everything else. Um, what, what's what I'm thinking? I'm trying to think here. Um uh, well, Toronto and Toronto Orlando and, 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 and Orlando is surprisingly tied at one, and Milwaukee, yeah. even though they're pulling away right now, they're in the dogfight with Detroit. They're blowing them out game one, but the West, man, the West is it's always where it's at, man. But how about Golden State blowing a thirty-one point oh. lead? It's something that 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 mm. Golden what something about Golden State in the numbers three and one, right? <laughs> blowing a three-one <laughs> series lead against Cleveland way back when. And now blowing a thirty-one yes. point lead, um, mm-hmm. and also they lost Boogie Cousins for the rest of the playoffs with a ruptured yeah. quad. So basically, I mean, do you? Do you I mean, what is? First of all, it, this may sound like a crazy question, but is is the are the are the Warriors in any type of trouble here? Are they are they, are they showing the cracks in the arm? What what gives? You know what. I don't know if you saw that 60-minute piece that they did on the Warriors uh, actually just on this past Sunday where that yeah, was the topic of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty cool because, you know, they did um, bring that up and they did talk about um, some of the problems that they've had throughout the entire season and whether or not, you yeah. know, they're walking in this, uh, in this malaise and, and just went through the season and will they be able to turn it on or not and win the title this year. And, of course, they seem confident that they want to do so. But, um, oh, like you said, to give up 50-plus points in a quarter, I don't see many college teams scoring 50 points in a half. They scored right in 12 minutes of basketball and was able to, to, to uh, come back from a 31-point deficit uh, in the third quarter. Insane, but do I think that they're in trouble? Hey, everybody has an opportunity to win anything, being that they have to play games. So it's going to be interesting to see how this series goes. But those who are super analytic heads knew coming into this playoffs that um, even though they like to play boogie out there, statistically. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the Warriors have been playing better without him on the floor when they go down the right. small ball. Because as it goes and through now that they more, don't, yeah. yeah, and so now that he's not out there, and you don't even have to force it through him, they going back to being the, the old Warriors. Man, it'll be interesting to see how they look in in comparison to how they look during the regular season with Boogie. The thing that I'm concerned about in terms of, of Boogie, though, is, is how this will affect um, his off-season situation. 
in terms of his money and where he may or may not go. That'll be intriguing, but that's for another podcast for another time. Um, right. But, God, like you said, with the West, uh, San Antonio stealing one in Denver. Um, I know. And I think that's should have won last it's, night. It's now tied, right? Yeah. They, yeah, they, won they, last they night, They barely too. lost last night. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that turn, how that um, series looks when it wants to go to Texas. If uh, San Antonio is able to get up 3-1 on them, uh-oh. Yeah, because that, that I know. youth, I want to know how that youth handles that. Don't know mm-hmm. if it happens, but it'll be interesting to see if it does. Same thing with Toronto. You know, they go to Orlando, and we even though they're the number one seed, we've talked about it before. Dude, don't trust them new Raptors over there. Yeah. Don't trust them new Raptors, right. Raptors over there, man. Don't trust them new Raptors, even with Kawhi Leonard. Don't even matter. You know, you you, you <laughs> had Kyle Lowry come out and put up a stinker. They have to prove that they're no longer playoff Toronto. I mean, that, it's just exactly. it's just be real. They they, they have do. to prove that they've they they've been the top seed most years, right? The last few years, yeah. And they ought to got their asses swept or humiliated in the second <laughs> round. Most of those yeah. years, I mean, um, until they prove that they're no, no longer playoff Toronto. What I mean by that? They have to get the asses at least to the conference finals. Yes, they have they to do. at least at least get there, at least get there. But otherwise, I mean, I'm not sold. I'm I'm not sold. Um, right, right, quick. So mm-hmm. I know that the Warriors are very vulnerable, and I know that Houston's playing well. They're beating up on Utah right now, as I speak, while being up mm-hmm. one game to none. Possibly their second round opponent. And they're having trouble with the Clippers right now. Are you taking the Warriors or the field? Ooh, that is a fantastic question. Oh yes. my God, you have Houston looking great right now. Um, yes, Lord. And it's a hot box with uh, uh, Denver and San Antonio right now, and and it, God, depending on what happens. For the rest of the series, don't forget the East. To be a fight the Eastern Conference is better too now. They're a lot the better Eastern now. Conference I mean, is going to top. You know what, Patrick Beverly, I swear that dude yeah. did it to him when he was with Houston. He's doing it to him again when he's in L.A. God, I still can't discount them Bamas just yet. I'm still sticking <laughs> with Golden State, man, and until yeah. you give me reason to. And the bad thing is, man, we almost had a the field situation last year when it Houston should have was up on a three. First of all, they get hurt. It should have been happening. First of all, they get hurt. It's a the field situation last year, so that's yeah. where I'm like, I'm, I can't fully go with the field just yet because we know how Golden State can turn it on, and we know how quickly an injury can be a detriment or a benefit to a team. So that's why I'm right. uh, I'm, I'm still leaning my big self still towards Golden State as of right now, but it'll yeah. be interesting to see what happens in a series where everyone that Golden State has to face stays healthy. Because losing Boogie, in my opinion, ain't a detriment to Golden State. It's like losing yeah. somebody like Eagle Dollar 
or or Curry or Clay. It's a focus. The lack of focus is what concerns me because I think Golden State, the only team that can beat Golden State is Golden State. It's them. Their focus is off, man. I mean, Kevin Durant getting all those technicals, getting fouled. Yeah, he's allowing allowing Beverly to get to him. Yes, yes. So it's just crazy. I mean, they're just not – they're just like, I don't know, they're bored? Or they just this flower just just, <laughs> just just not just not focusing. I mean, that's wow. That's just I I, I don't know what to say about that. But uh, yeah, I I don't have the feel unless it's proven. But I but hey, don't sleep on the Eastern Conference. Don't don't no. sleep on the Eastern Conference, bro. I mean, it's especially if it's a team as deep as and even though they have some internal a locker room turmoil as well, Boston. Mm-hmm. They both have to, both, especially both, they have the depth to compete with yes. Golden State. And until, again, even though Toronto has the depth as well, until they've proven that they're no longer playoff Toronto, I, I, can't, I, I can't take those cats seriously. But it's gonna be, it's, it's, this is going to be very interesting because one, one cool, another cool thing about this playoffs, one last bit, you know, then we'll sign off is. No LeBron James, so we exactly. don't have to worry about all those. It's a why it's a real true that wide of a tournament, and it's playing out that way right now in the first round because you know what the saying goes: the series doesn't start truly start until the road team wins. The road team, uh huh. So, so we've seen that, and we've seen the Golden State series. So it, it should, it should, it should make one hell of a playoffs, and, and I'm I'm very excited about that. But hey, man, thanks to Thanks for joining me, man. We'll do this again next week, brother. Most definitely. Most definitely. I'm getting ready for uh, NBA uh, NFL draft uh, analysis coming up next week, man. So I'm, I'm going to be Hell yes. knee deep in that. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Peace. That's my guy, Dwayne Nash. Check him out on the yard. That's just for sports as well as leave the video. Thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. It's Scott Burks, the Clown Hour, signing off. Signing off. Old six. I'll get together one day. Nice.